0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of To Be Honest, a show with a clown, a nerd, a duck, and a complete fucking degenerate. I'm Colossalus hi. Crazy. Hi. Don't say <laughs> <hi>. You fucking <laughs> twat! Right, no, we're carrying on. I'm not redoing really shit. Alright, the first part of the JStation series came out, finally. Peter Cynical, surely you watched it. What are
1: your thoughts kinda on long. it? It's kind of long. It's kind of long.
0: Is that it? Is it... It was an hour. You just made a video that was like six, six times as fucking long. long.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) yours was like seven times as long. I mean, to be fair though, like your your video was much more condensed though. Like my video was seven hours long and it was just a lot of talky talky, like minimal editing. But yours was like so fucking like like that intro was still so amazing. Holy shit! So unfortunately, just yesterday the video
0: got age restricted. Uh, so we're going to try and fix that, but, no, do you want to explain what happened there, actually?
2: So, we, I was wondering what could have caused that. You know, we, the first thought was that Jay Station false flagged it. I just
3: wanted to, um, jump in and talk about this Nerd City stuff
2: and his, uh, video getting age-restricted. Uh, I find it hilarious because it took this guy two years to make a video, and it got age-restricted, and it got age-restricted. We have recordings of him from Instagram in the past telling his, instructing his followers there to go flag a video that was critical of him. Hey guys, click this, click report. So we know that that's one of like the tools in his toolbox.
1: Yeah, but false flagging is the best way to actually do damage to you though, because it's through like YouTube, so that kind of makes more sense. Yeah,
3: but he's not that, he's not smart enough to know that.
2: I thought that he was, uh, I thought he might have been uh, responsible for it, because it had been up for a week and uh, if there had been something like detected by YouTube's filters, I thought that would have happened while the video was still unlisted, it went through checks. YouTube does have bots that look at and analyze screenshots of the content, uh, that you've uploaded, and it looks for things that are like, you know, uh, there's too much nudity or there's gore or something. It scans for those things. I got clarification of what the problem was and it had to do with the violence of Jay cutting off the head or cutting into the body of his evil twin.
1: Jay station be like, I cut off a kid's head, it's fine. You use it as evidence, age-restricted. Bye-bye. What? He didn't cut off a kid's head. I mean, he, he might as well have cut off a fucking kid's head as well. He probably would have still got he away with it. He cut off his it. own so head. That bit in the video where he's, like, going through the innards of himself, did you edit that, or is that actually one of his videos? No, that's no, actually what No, that was what, what he did.
3: That's what, that's what flagged the video, right, as well.
2: Yeah, so think about the irony of, like, like, you know, we, we make the video. Lots. We make the video talking about how it's inappropriate for children, and then we get age-restricted, but the actual, like... The video that was serving that to a young audience did not get age restricted. We found out who did it. So it wasn't J Station. It was a aspiring VTuber DM'd me and showed a screenshot of the email they got from YouTube confirming that their report had resulted in the video being removed or age restricted. And then they, they sent it to me and they said, uh, keep taking L's NFT, bro. So they were gloating that they'd successfully removed it because of my involvement in saying that i'm going to talk about nfts in a future video you know those ape
0: things those ape nft things apparently they're just like oh, completely um. racist this is an ape that is clearly meant to represent a black person and it's an ape yeah so it's, therefore... it's
3: under the it's
0: under the hip-hop tag like it is a bit and then yeah yeah and then some are like dressed in like nazi uniforms and stuff i've seen that like military. <laughs> i mean i, uniforms. I would agree <laughs> with the, the, like there's this whole thing going around like, up these swastika. daft apes or whatever what are they called daft apes Bored, right? bored apes. board apes. Bored apes. Board ape. b- apes are like racist.
1: Oh, what the fuck is that picture? Come on, man. What picture? Oh my god. What Ryan just put in chat. It's
3: so like when you think of a crypto chud, they are the person like you, you think know of that of you know that their mom is literally
1: just out of shot of that photo as well. Like I <laughs> mean isn't
0: that I'm sorry, that is something that you would do pyro like that is something me? That you would do yes yes oh, I, firstly, Showing off, fuck yourself. you bought I don't even wear i'm sorry watches. i'm sorry you bought a thousand dollar playstation 5 shirt yes
1: <laughs> and not a ps5 True. cry about it what, what? what's the problem
0: yeah it was a thousand dollars and all it says is ps5 <laughs> on the logo staying warm, staying warm bad. Head, jay, staying jay warm, please bad. for the love of god back
3: me up here staying warm bad <laughs> you yeah, know that's a hundred percent the worst thing is that he literally shits on PS5 daily. No, the but... thing
1: the thing is, no, Oliver, he's a snoyer. He'll literally go against anything I say because I don't have it, the fucking beloved PS5. If I'm in an Arctic tundra, what's going to protect me more, PS5 or a shirt? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your argument. If he's willing to buy a, a PlayStation 5 T-shirt
1: for $1,000... I have the hoodie as well, though. That would actually give you insulation. I
3: mean, it is a $1,000 PS5 shirt. I wouldn't... Agree is better than a fucking JPEG of a monkey for 50
0: grand. I, I disagree. You at least you can resell the monkey It's got value, right? You can't sell that shirt on or maybe he I mean, you can to some like some degenerate who wants to soak himself in pedocynical cynical sweat like maybe <laughs> That's the only resale value it's got
1: I, I could sign it and sell it on some, some creep degenerate oh,
0: half the value. <laughs> will maybe buy that just to sniff it on occasion that's the only resale value that it's got.
1: I will not back down from the argument that you've basically just said clothing bad.
0: I didn't say clothing bad. I said a $1,000 T-shirt
1: bad. Warmth <laughs> with, bad.
0: But the only logo is PlayStation. You don't even have a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even like it
3: the worst part. I have man. a PlayStation it's the worst part. one.
1: I can really tell that you like just bought a monkey NFT before this podcast started because the amount of like how much do these monkeys sell for? Right how what's, much do these fucking
3: yeah, what's monkeys the full sell for price at the what's moment? It's like a hundred grand or something. More? I think it's more, right? Isn't yeah, like a, price a
2: quarter of a million Ethereum? dollars. Some of them, yeah. depending on the rarity, are, are selling for like a million bucks.
1: What for like the cheapest fucking monkey? Yeah.
2: yeah. It's just so been worst- steadily what? Going up.
1: I, I thought it'd be like 10k or something. No, no. No. A shit-drawn
0: fucking monkey with maybe some racist memorabilia on its person for hundred to two hundred grand.
2: There's an effort underway right now to basically undo the its power to be a flex. So right now, clearly, these guys think it's a flex. And if you look at the replies underneath, there are people saying oh the poor waitress probably didn't even know what she was looking at so it's like it's that kind of ugly <laughs> attitude where these guys are all like we're rich and everybody else is too dumb to even know that this is like a million dollars worth uh, yeah. of monkeys so it's it's what's the uh, it's one of the ugliest things that's going on within the nft community right now and it gives it a bad it's a bad impression because like this to me is is like uh flexing designer clothes like someone with a gucci logo on their shirt that goes out to a club this is the equivalent of that (laughs) like a black person buying a bored ape it's a conversation that no one really wants to touch because either it's racist or it's exclusionary because it could be called racist. Yeah,
0: I mean, let let me give you my theory on it. And I don't know too much about Bored Apes or NFTs, or certainly not as much as you do, Nerd. But let me just give you my quick theory. I don't think there's anything to it. I don't think there's any kind of racism involved at all. I think they literally just like ran out of ideas or rather, like you said, it's a bot so you've got random assortment of objects and things to put on the different apes, they still, right? Yeah, they just they still got these different things the in a folder. Chairs. And one of them turned out to be a, a Nazi-looking hat. Or one of them turned out to be a piece of jewelry that would mm-hmm. be most represented on a black rapper,
2: right? I, so I agree with you. I don't think there's anything racist like, to it. I think it's I agree bullshit. with you. And what, what it demonstrates to me, though, is bad judgment. So what they were trying to do was replicate the CryptoPunks. Even in the name, it's indicating that you know about technology and that you're like a uh, an outsider or a contrarian, you're a punk. You know, it's two things that somebody would want to say. And a bored ape is trying to do the same thing. The first thing, saying that you're bored, is like this really Lame way of saying that I'm separate and different from you and nothing is impressing me, you know, like that none of this is entertaining to me I'm bored. It's a oh very, God. you know, I, I already hate I mean, the lazy
1: it. expression Literally, really what it is. Yeah, like and then ape
2: one. has got a lot of connotations with like investing recently They did a good job of emulating the crypto punks because they both look fucking awful. Well, I like I like the crypto punks I've got no problem with them.
1: The, the crypto punks are definitely easier on the eyes because it's just like eight pixels Compared to fucking MS paint drawing.
2: Someone who says they're bored. Like, there's this boomer saying, like, only a, a boring person would say that they're bored. But there's something to that. Like, the most interesting people are the ones that are curious, and they're always learning something new. And someone who's just like, ah, I'm bored. Like, that's not an attractive quality. If you,
0: or you're the type of person to comment on a video, I'm bored, or something like that. I know people are going to do this now, but it doesn't matter. People are going to type, I'm bored. Like, okay, you just wrote a boring fucking comment yourself. You've been Boring. There's so much hypocrisy in that, which is why I can't stand this whole premise. This entire concept is bullshit. And people are actually attracted to this.
2: And the whole project to me, like is a very calculated attempt to make something as valuable as the CryptoPunks. They did some very smart things in the beginning to try and get credibility within the crypto community. And part one of the videos that I'm working on, reverse engineers how it became popular. So it was very calculated, what you'll see in the way that they talk is this hip marketing speak that to me is just so inauthentic. The way that they describe themselves is like, We're not like the others. We won't ever try to be. We are our own mixed up blend of one of a kind spices. We're just four friends who just wanted to see if we could uh, test yeah, our I skills by making something ridiculous. And then oh, uh, recently- hell. yeah, They ruined what was a perfectly reasonable thread that was crediting all the people who have basically made this and done the hard work for them. Uh, and they were like, you know, this person is, is running our discord. Uh, these four people drew it. And then at the end they go like, we are a miracle whip and we will not tone it down. We just wanted to find a collaborative way to draw a dick on a bathroom wall. Oh, and that's not true. <laughs>
0: and these things it's, are selling for hundred to 200 grand. Give me a fucking break.
2: I
1: mean, that's the problem though. When you, when you try and make something that comes across like, you know, cooler than thou like oh I stand out I'm special it just you just attract so many oh my god the bowler hat all the people that
3: own them legit just look like well the picture I sent you know it's just like they're not cool it's like guys who just got into money and they're all like neckbeards they got lucky and bought a funny monkey at the right time
2: yeah it is a new money type of thing so like someone with really corny bad taste that just wants a flex item that's what it's becoming obvious that it is
3: yeah and who owns one like post malone owns one
2: some of our some of our friends like people that we respect have bought them because they know that they could be worth more money and then them buying them make makes the whole project worth more money it gets the stamp yeah, post malone
1: real. dropped over 700k on two board ape nfts it's genius how repulsive some of them look as well.
2: So you have people like Gary Vee call a group of people that might include Mr. Beast, Logan Paul, Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Cuban, people who he can reach. He'll get them all in a Zoom call and he'll say, this was recounted to be exactly what he said. Everybody shut the fuck up. I need you to go buy a CryptoPunk right now, no matter what it costs, get as many as you can. And then they listen to him. Like powerful people listen to Gary Vee and they go and they buy the CryptoPunk. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It becomes more valuable because they're influential and they've stored their money in it and they've added their stamp of approval to it. The value of some of these things is based entirely on marketing and momentum and attention. And people who really care about art are incredibly offended by that. They're like, that ruins it.
1: Well, I, I've always thought it's a pyramid scheme, there, right? Because it is people that already have relevance that are just like inflating the value of it.
0: I've had several conversations with Nerd about NFTs, and he has kind of sold me on the concept as a whole. Like, I don't think it's as bad yeah. as I thought it was. But
2: there's Based no on good what he told me within a conversation. Yeah, can I can I tell you guys some of the things that I see within NFTs that I think might like open your minds to why it's it's bigger than just this monkey stuff? Yeah, I tell you what,
0: sell us in three <laughs> minutes. Go you got three minutes to sell us on NFT. Everyone listening on NFTs for good.
2: Let me uh, let me open some notes here. One second, because I because I am like writing a video about this. So this uh, you better be not be writing it, it right now. You're not
0: writing this video right now, are you?
2: No, no, but maybe I'm working on my. <laughs> Please to for day-station day-station the love
0: of, of
1: fucking so god, don't tell me that. They, they'll expect the JStation video, and it's just like why monkey bad
2: NFT. See, see, colossal. This proves that I wasn't working on it because it's not like. I, it's no, not I trust you. Desktop. I
0: trust you. I just wanted to confirm that you hadn't started writing this bullshit already. No, no. I've just I've got uh, like five bullet that.
2: points right now, and I haven't I haven't started writing this yet. Okay, so the first thing is that NFTs are not a type of art. A lot of people are getting confused and thinking like NFTs look terrible. They're bad art. No, they're just a technology that's layered into art because art can benefit from it. And there's been a rush and an arms race right now to come out with the first stuff that does this. So you've got rushed looking things. You've got things that are generated by computer scripts. You've got things that are made by AI. So you've got very bad stuff and people who have a discerning taste will look at it and say, this is bad art. And I I agree with them. I think they're correct. So there's massive overvalue because there's more people learning about this for the first time who are rushing into the scene and people are making things to sell to them and take advantage of this opportunity. So I agree that number one it's overvalued, number two, that the art is bad. But Could you d- imagine
1: though, like how much we've evolved from you know the whole like using your mom's credit card to buy V Books, but now it's using mommy's credit card to buy an NFT? How much
0: has mommy's credit card got if it's got two hundred thousand to buy a fucking monkey?
1: You buy V books or Robux? You could
0: literally buy a fucking real life monkey for a hundred thousand, a less than a hundred thousand. You could buy a fucking zoo for that.
1: <laughs> I mean, you could not buy a zoo. You could definitely buy a fucking You could buy a zoo. A small zoo. fucking.
0: You've seen that movie with Matt Damon where he puts a zoo on a fucking roundabout? That wasn't a hundred thousand dollars. You buy a bunch of little fucking animals. You could buy a bunch of fucking chickens. Stick them in a fucking cage and call it a zoo if you really wanted to. And just, like, one monkey.
1: When you said a third world zoo, Jay, I just imagine, like, going to the supermarket, buying some eggs, and then put them in, like, an incubator.
2: (laughs) There's utility that can be built into NFTs. So, for example, one of the things that I've done right now is I'm replacing the functionality of Patreon, where you basically paywall a server, like, exclusive content, you know, you don't want everybody to be able to come in here and talk to these artists or talk to, you know, high-level traders or to a creator or whatever. You can do that with an NFT. Can I just ask, to interrupt
0: you a little bit, can I just ask, is it possible for me to sell this as an NFT? If I read through the entire dictionary, every single word in my voice, can I sell each individual word in that dictionary, which I've read as an NFT. Well,
2: you can make anything into an NFT. Like what I was saying, you could make a scribble.
1: Could you you guys watch this, by the way? I literally just stumbled on this. I wasn't even looking for it completely on accident, but it's probably one of the best fucking NFT memes I've seen.
0: (laughs)
2: Okay, so he's trying to keep you from photographing it. Well, let, me, let me comment on that for a second. So what's happening right now is there's a, an ironic bounce back of... So many people will say, like, well, I can just right-click and save this. Uh, what's the point of it? And then the people who you know own the NFT or are making them will pretend that you're stealing it and they'll just play along. And so a lot of the people don't realize that that's making fun of them. It's as stupid as saying, can't I take a Bitcoin and copy it on my computer and then have more of them? So when you say like, I've just saved the NFT and now it's mine, you're admitting that you don't understand what made Bitcoin an innovation in that it solved the double spend problem with a, a distributed ledger so like if you start with that it base level people
0: though. aren't actually making that equation, right? They're not actually saying that. It's made, posted as a joke and as a meme, right? Do people oh, no, actually but, think, like, a, oh, your NFTs are useless because I can just click save as. Right click save as.
2: Yeah. Do yeah, people genuinely that. believe that? I, let me take back saying it's stupid. I mean, stupid. The, the, the
1: joke makes sense to people that are uneducated, because obviously people that are just literally that fresh on the internet will look at it and think, uh, image, how is image worth money? Yeah,
2: it's not It's not necessarily stupid, it's just the, It's the first thought that you might have. Things like portraits
0: exist, right? Some of which are worth a lot of money. So surely they can preemptively oh, yeah, like, understand know, you you can that a picture can actually right-click. be worth something even if it's digitalized
1: yeah but you don't you don't own it though oliver that, that, that's the point you literally don't own it like yeah you buy a copy that doesn't mean you that's owning... exactly
0: what i'm saying like that's the thing with nfts you've owned the original copy the original yeah. version yeah, yeah. the mona lisa right you own the original mona lisa not not a
2: poster of the mona lisa not a replication of the mona lisa the mona lisa but let me put it in video game terms because i think this is going to resonate more with all of you guys because you play your gamers so not really this is a great innovation for video games if you think of the think of some of the games that have a valuable item whether it's cosmetic or a weapon or whatever that has a value either within the market inside the game like world of warcraft will have its own market or it'll be the black market or it'll be like csgo people you know buying and selling those
1: god i remember when there was such a craze around them like there still is nowhere near as much now but yeah like y- you'd get the knives on csgo and they had like different gradings it'd be like a uh, factory new all the yeah, way to like, Battle always, they were like the bald
3: apes of the csgo world yeah
1: yeah they were worth thousands and th- i mean nowhere near the the funny monkeys but they still were worth a fair amount but to, like, i'm you pretty know, sure person. like all but, three but,
0: of us all four of us, rather, thought that those CS:GO karambit knives selling for ten thousand dollars was bullshit. Like it was no, ridiculous. No, 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 also, like there's four. Oh nice right, no well, hey Okay, he's a hey fucking. Hey man, we're not, he
1: three, we're not going there. So a we're a not going there. Didn't the
3: did you balance? buy a,
0: PS5 shirt? I mean, he's not the best example. did Can you buy a, a PUBG coat for four hundred dollars?
1: No, no, no. You you you're getting me
0: confused with someone else. I think so. Hypothetically, hypothetically, nerd. Let's say. You bought some skins in Fortnite, as Jay bought like 500 of them. He spent like a ridiculous amount of money on them.
3: I spent 100 bucks, so that's not that much in the grand scheme. For
0: a tomato head, I, th- I would say it's quite a lot. But in any case, uh, 100 dollars for like a thousand hours a of my time. Yeah, but you could have played it for free. Okay, let's not get into that. I you think could he's have played the game for free right now.
3: But instead, you
1: had coping. to buy a tomato head.
3: I mean, I think you're coping because you bought a Switcher for a thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know who you're talking about. This didn't happen. But some
2: of those <laughs> items you would get for. Or like participating in a world event or they no longer yeah. sell them so they become more rare later right yeah so if there was a marketplace where you could easily sell those tokens to someone else was. some of them might be worth more money than you paid for them you know i think that's something that that people who sink money into video games should should expect. But the
3: video game would still have to implement it, right? Like, because th- that system already exists on Steam, like on CS:GO. But they're not you can sell they're like
2: The interoperability between the games doesn't really exist yet, and there's a lot of games now that are being built on this. So, like the dream of the metaverse, and, and I know you're all hearing metaverse a lot recently, right? Especially with with uh, Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg changing the name. So the, the, the idea, if you picture. There's a metaverse right now called the sandbox where you can buy land and in that within the land You can build like a place to hang out or you can build an. I literally
1: am just imagining gmod now Like you you talking that's all I can imagine It's like
2: a it's like a minecraft type universe But where there are all these little portals that'll take you to games that people have built or mansions that they've built or things like that But when you come out of the the game When you come out of the instance you get to keep all of your gear just another
0: way of reminding people that aren't special that they're special right they've got the special customizable little
2: item that no one else has got or very few people have yeah i mean
1: well that's the whole internet
2: right now is people are trying to stand out from each other.
1: It's always been about trying to stand out though, right? Like you've had a uh, fucking- hell, Like I remember in like Halo 3 and shit, you even had that like recon armor and that. Like in, in every video game and instance, people have always wanted to stand out. That's why cosmetics fucking juice so much, right? If you
2: were the type of person who would be willing to spend $20,000 to have a rare hat to flex it- Power, power, Pyro, 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 pyro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, hang yourself. Wouldn't
2: you? Wouldn't you rather be able to see like the, the provable scarcity of it on the blockchain? Like, look, there were only two thousand of these ever made. Yeah. I can see. I these mean, all I, the I have that definitely. Have
1: I'm guilty of spending like stupid amounts of money on things because of the exclusivity of, it, of that. That FOMO, mm-hmm. that feeling of missing out. Well,
0: like, what kind of conversation are you having? Who are you telling this to? I've got the rare special mug hat. That no one else has. Other fucking few morons. Have. That who, who are the? That com- also put what, what is this value. conversation? How does it go? You just tell your friend in school, like I've got the mug. You just hat say or, I'm a fucking idiot. I've got the idiot. tomato head in Fortnite. Nobody else has got the tomato head. It's like, what is that conversation like? What do you, What do you benefit from that? Is your friend gonna go? Oh wow, cool! I wish I had the tomato head.
3: The, fuck? <laughs> uh, I, you, the funny thing is, is, they do though. There's a whole fucking mentality on Fortnite of people who own like one of the first skins ever. You know, like. And so what? What are, the, the are they, what the are the they only doing with who it? Care, like, what, where are they are saying the other this? Pe-
0: where are they boasting about it? I want to know where. To, to the
3: other people who play the game, like to the outsider, you're just like, these guys are fucking. So losers. they're typing but, like,
0: something in the chat like, look at my fucking tomato.
3: Well, it almost develops like on Twitter, like if I posted that I. Owned this original Fortnite skin. I would get a bunch of people replying like give me it. it It's like the mentality just develops that this item is rare But what I did wanna... you
0: get out of that? What did you posting your tomato head on Twitter
1: get out of this interaction? I mean, I
3: wouldn't get anything but
1: There, there, there are people that vapid of personality that really would just post that shit for gratification It's like oh I stand Some out
3: Some people just want any sort of like power or to feel better about someone It's why there's so many discord moderators I mean like... it, there's literally
1: a term for it like uh, You know how there's microtransactions in games, right? They actually have a term because, like, 99% of all the purchases are made by, like, the 1% that just spend, like, retards amount of money. Like, they're literally called, like, whales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because it's literally poaching a whale because it is just, like... Millionaires and billionaires that will spend like tens of thousands on a singular game because they just have no Concept of uh,
0: there is some benefit to these whales. I mean, they can keep games alive Like I play this game called rune terror sounds, sounds awful. It's fucking good. It's the good It's the like the best I was gonna target. say
1: like Oliver you say that but right, these well, the Let's same go. People let's, go keeping let's go with alive. fucking League of Legends no, League of, of Legends No, I knew you were gonna say that. That's a terrible example Yeah, it's That's a completely a free game, game example. right? You can
0: play it. it's completely free It doesn't cost you anything, but you just want to buy if you buy the skins lives of your hours off your life and yeah other than that other than that what do you want as a fucking example?
1: Definitely not League of Legends. That's the worst example.
0: Okay Fortnite. Like everyone has played fucking Fortnite. Okay, play Fortnite. Yeah, it's completely free. Buying the different skins is not going to improve your ability at the game. It does. And yet- No, it doesn't. It fucking doesn't. Does, <laughs> it, does the tomato it does, head- It does, does. the tomato does. Head, does the funny little spurg dance do anything you bright, to your abilities within skeleton. the game? Does it, it, it make you be, a better bigger. shot? No, it fucking doesn't. I, I yet, un- Fortnite has made like billions extent, of dollars just because of these ridiculous outfits.
1: Th- this is the worst thing I'm going to admit, right? But when I buy like an expensive skin in a, in a video game, I actually feel like I am doing better for a smaller amount of time I'm not even joking.
2: Well, that's just mental
0: illness speaking. That's
2: just complete <laughs> it's definitely mental cold illness but also speaking. Also, like
1: placebo. Yeah. You
2: know, there women will pay a ridiculous amount of money for a purse that will carry things just as well as another purse. It's a cosmetic flex. It says to people. Oh, I like, thought
1: you were gonna say like just as well as a bin bag or something, like a bin liner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, it does the same job. Just fucking have that cheap
2: bin liners. So some of it is just to indicate like, look, I'm I'm better than you. I'm doing better than you. You should be jealous of me and listen to me you know follow me whatever it's a way of just i mean they, to they do out. that
1: with a lot of products it's uh, like with, product. with, louis, with like louis vuitton and stuff they make louis vuitton appear like it's this luxury brand but they purposely price oh, it so like, like nearly anyone can afford it
0: the hypocrisy is coming
1: where hypocrisy? Where hypocrisy? Money bad? You
0: literally buy designer clothes like this.
1: I like this cope you've been using the whole fucking podcast. You true. That's It's true. Be, being a hypocrite does not make me wrong. Being a hypocrite is. I've make been me because
0: I, I used to sell children's toys. Right, little known fact. And I've been to some of these uh, factories where That's they, how they produce you so many
1: children. They, where yeah, we p- know that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, okay, great. (laughs) But uh, they also produce these cosmetic items, particularly like the Yeezys, for example. They're all manufactured in the same places like the cheap designer trainers. Not even designer trainers, just trainers. All in the same factory, same exact shoe. They just stick a Yeezy tag on it. That's the only difference. But yet they sell for like 50 times as much. I've literally seen it with my own eyes. It's a total con.
2: Well, I'm with you, colossal. I've, I've always been, I've always been like a, an anti-flexing person. To me, that always seems sort of like a, a shallow way of trying to say that you're better than someone. The so. best
0: one is shoes, right? Trainers, shoes, sneakers. Yeah,
2: shoes are a good investment. Like, at least. With no, fielders. I don't
0: think. I don't think they are. I completely disagree. Like, you can buy a perfectly good pair of shoes that's going to last you maybe two years, something like that. Well, yeah, but As like, opposed to a pair of Yeezys, 400... which probably won't. Even if you want to flex your shoes on other people, right? When you're talking to someone while you're flexing,
1: who the fuck is looking at your shoes? Now, I, I think shirts and shoes are the same. I don't understand why shoes get any more kind of...
0: Who is looking at your shoes
3: when they're, they're, they're I, mean, I, I mean, I'll agree with Jay, Jay, there's definitely a really.
1: bigger collector's culture around shoes. I get that. Like, it's almost well, like they're... Shoes are more
0: useful, I would say. Yeah, but you can buy a perfectly good pair of shoes for like a tenth of the price and there's still a very good pair of shoes. So in terms of like, dynamics of how the shoe fucking works-
1: Shirts and stuff have the same- A shirt, like, You can collect shirt, them just like shoes.
0: Despite me ripping into Pyrocynical for buying a thousand dollar shirt, that is almost better <laughs> the, than him buying you, a thousand- Every two minutes, man. Every two minutes. But that is almost yeah, I'm better. Saying, I'll give you the, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt if you'll fucking listen. Like that is I'm almost better- buy, That is better than buying one a, a pair of shoes for the same price. Shoes. Because at least when people are seeing him on the fucking street, they can see the PlayStation 5 shirt that cost a thousand dollars. They can see it with their own eyes. Whereas his shoes, who's looking at his shoes? Like how socially inept do you have to be to look at someone's shoes when you're walking? And think, oh wow, he's got a really nice pair of shoes.
1: You can't tell. It, They're like, indistinguishable. Look, look the the Oliver, logo is so small. You can't Virgil see Abloh it. Virgil Abloh that just died. Oliver, if you look at Virgil Abloh that just died, anything he touched with Off White or his own company, Canary, like who died? that has gone who up so died? much in value. Virgil Abloh, the, the guy that owns uh, Off White and he's. Roman was the... Abloh? What? <laughs> no, Virgil Abloh. Fucking. Oh, my... bro, can you fucking fix the frequency on your hearing aid? <laughs> you,
2: so there was a, a guy named Virgil Abloh. He was a black designer. And he would use, I think, the Helvetica bold font, and he would just write like, off-white, or he would write where it was made on the clothes, and that became valuable. It was very minimalist.
1: But he, uh, he was he owned a company called Off-White that was worth, like, billions, I think, but he was also hired as the male fashion designer for Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. So any anything that he's basically touched now, past his death, has gone up so much in value. So there definitely is collector's items. Like, I've got, like, half my fucking room is shit that he made, pretty much.
0: Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. He's got pillowcases worth $10,000. Every night, when he dribbles in his sleep, they losing like a hundred dollars in resale value but okay
1: I gave my girlfriend the uh the IKEA collab that he did and he actually did pillowcases uh, I'm
2: not that expensive. I-, I said it as a joke but I'm really not surprised it was a real thing clown picking on Pyrocynical about his PlayStation shirt that cost a few hundred dollars let's talk about
0: how much he's spending on fat art let's talk about
2: <laughs> what he's getting at here is like you're sending a signal to someone that you ha- that you have nice things that you can afford nice things so I think like the legitimate question Question there is like what company are you keeping that would basically like peer pressure you into having something like that?
1: I mean Oliver's just jealous cuz like in 1942 when he was my age, they weren't allowed to have clothes. <laughs> They were wished away to like families in
2: Wales.
3: Yeah, they, they all had to wear matching uniforms back.
2: You know, cl- clown will wear clothes until they turn into dust. Yeah, so that's like he's got, he's got the other the, the complete frugal uh, uh, approach. He's to still
0: things. working as a shirt. Like I'm not going to throw he's it out. He's a shirt with like 20 holes. In it, yeah, once once it's, once it's got enough holes, I think there's like a formula to it. Like if it's got seven holes in it, then I'm going to throw it out. But it, just like a couple of holes, like it gives a shit. It's just a hole. Nobody can see it.
3: He's still using an iPhone like.
0: Like three that that doesn't even run <laughs> properly like ironically, it's an iphone 5s i think oh sorry and i've still got it i've still got it i still use it because it's working perfectly it's well like it's a little bit slow sl- okay it's it a little bit slow i can't download the new apps onto bit. it but otherwise to make fucking phone calls it still works perfectly all you well can do i've is got all my audio books on it i've got everything calls. on it like it works perfectly, it's
3: perfectly functional as a fucking phone, why would I get a new one? Can you do anything with it I, He text? probably
1: can't even call emergency services dude, he messaged me on whatsapp the other day just saying test and then it took him two weeks to reply to him <laughs> <Yeah>. saying test. <laughs>
0: yeah! That is true. <laughs> <laughs> but it, otherwise it's fine, it could still make phone calls. Well
3: otherwise it's fine, because it could be used as a paperweight, like what?
0: Can I
1: speak directly to J Station? Jay Station, are you afraid of clowns?
2: Don't we make you laugh? Aren't we fucking funny? Uh,
1: you know, you know what killed me in your video, like, when you do the cutaways of all the little kids that were basically just being like, I love Jay Station, he's so epic and based, and like, they were literally like, I don't think you've shown a single child that was like over the age of seven. Kid in the red hat, I believe, the kid who, uh, was trying to summon his evil twin
0: through a public bathroom's mirror. Yeah, one of the criticisms about the video was that we didn't blur the kids' faces. In fairness, like, it is a pretty good criticism. In fact, we did discuss it, Nerd and I.
2: Yeah, that's something that we debated for a long time.
0: When we first started working on the video, like, that was one thing that I mentioned, like, we should probably blur these kids' faces. Yeah, the, at the, the, same the only time comparison I can think show, of is... We have to that show proof, like, a... like, it's not just some random kid We've hired on Fiverr here.
1: Yeah, I, I I get that you want to prove validity. I don't know, it's always weird because like I remember like the only comparison I can think of is like an old ass H3 video where he was like fucking about in New York Park and there was some kid that walked past him. And apparently that like, kid's parents weren't happy with the video, so they actually copyright struck it and then H3 had to like retroactively like blur out the faces and shit. Yeah. So I, I, think, I, we'll get how I kid- think we'll do it. I think we'll do it for
0: part two, but we needed to provide proof.
1: Holy shit, the new Nintendo director's dog shit.
0: Yeah, great. What the fuck has that got to do with J Station, though?
2: Turn off your television, whatever you're looking <laughs> at. Stop it. Television? It's 2022. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at? Nintendo Direct? I mean, you could be you watching uh, yeah, yeah. his computer. G4. Uh, I've, I've just got it muted on in
1: the background. It looks complete dog shit. Like, they've got We're Assassin's trying to do the Sc- first
0: episode of the podcast here, and he's off in the background commissioning fat art. <laughs> like, what the yeah, fuck? He's
1: looking
3: at the Kirby, the Kirby Vore from the Direct where Kirby eats a whole car. He's checking off to
2: it right now. Oh uh, no, I literally just saw that right now. I saw that right now. To circle back to the showing the kids showing his viewers on screen and the content they were making to get his attention or to to mimic his content, I think part of the reason we we had to do it. If if I go back to like the debate Colossal and I had back and forth is when the criticism of of uh, content being aimed at a younger audience like really started. If you think about some of the, some of those commentary videos that started pointing that out, it was the fake kissing videos and the prank videos that uh, H3 w- uh, like made his name talking about. He would say like, well, who's watching this? Like no one would be interested in seeing two, you know, 20 year old people making out for five minutes other than a kid who doesn't really know how to kiss. And so that became the go-to criticism. It's like, oh, you're making videos for kids. You have a young audience. And then the, like the backlash against that, when people got sick of that criticism. Yeah, it's always it-
0: like the go-to argument, right? How do you prove it? How do you prove it? You can't prove it. Well, we did fucking prove it, actually. Yeah. So I don't know what you want. You can't have it both ways. You can't say, oh, you can never prove it. You'll never prove that his fans are kids. And then when we do prove it, say, oh, well, you shouldn't have proved it because his fans are kids. I mean,
1: th- I mean, the what? important thing is, was this fucking before ridiculous. or after uh, Jake Paul's dad, Greg Paul, was like kissing random girls?
3: I was just about to say you gave me a fucking PTSD about that when you mentioned Yeah, kissing. was that before or after? Before like, that. Who, who actually
1: invented before it? Before that. Oh, Lord. He's actually the fucking predecessor. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, Do you Greg Paul.
3: I think it's
0: pronounced Predator. In, in any case, now that the points have been made, you know, we have proved it. We are going to blur their faces in part two, probably. Uh, I don't have a problem with that because we did prove that the audience were kids and he was catering his content towards them. In fact, you know, just in a, a recent interview he did with Tommy C, he admitted that practically
2: verbatim. Did you market your stuff towards kids? I mean, I, I think this is tough to argue. Um, yeah,
3: probably uh, I didn't at first, but when I figured out that um, a lot of young people
1: watched me, that's when I started bringing in Kermit the Frog or Teletubbies and stuff like that. At no point in the video you used the joke that he looks like the fucking crackhead son from Resident Evil Seven.
3: Not all of them have obscure video game references off the top of their heads. Oh my <laughs>
1: god, it's that's not like the most popular Resi game today. Come on, man. He looks exactly like the. Oh go, wait, I know. Who uh, he the, the 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 son, the son from Resident Evil Seven. They look at bro. They look exactly the same. Please, w- when you put this on YouTube, put a side by side comparison. They look the same.
0: Yeah, it is apt. I think we refrained. from- from making fun of, like, physical appearance because, like, that's well, an automatic flag. you that guy like,
3: You did call that guy. Yeah,
1: no, 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 believe me, believe me, you say pig, and then you exclusively show the fat man, like, come on. Well, yeah, but, you know, we have to tell the truth, I mean, if a fucking
0: disgusting pig appears on screen, we have to point that out. Well,
3: YouTube will just let you have it, because they're like, yeah, he kind of was.
1: Exactly, yes. (laughs) I I like this, this deniability you've got going on, but exclusively when you say pig, you center on the fat man in the video.
3: That's where Pyro paused the video and had a little alone time. Yeah, I
1: I don't know about that one, anyways. Yeah, (laughs) that that does make sense, actually. Okay. Now I
0: see why it's the It, fact it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it doesn't. It does, it does make fucking sense. It doesn't.
3: Do you reckon he edited his own videos? I can't imagine yeah. him using an editing program for like. He did
2: eventually hire editors, but at first he,
1: he was. He either edits himself or he gets a guy of Fiverr, probably. Well, there was one
0: girlfriend he had who he was paying to work on his content, you know, long hours in his fucking apartment, not with money
1: with food. That's right, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Like, not actual money, but just like, would pay for the, yeah, you just you buy know, a fucking It would breakfast. make me good food, right? She, like, would, just, she h- would be
0: slaving a- away in his apartment with him on these fucking shit videos, and he would just buy a Sweetie,
3: sweetie, I know
1: you've been working on this video for 20 hours. Here's your payment, an Egg McMuffin.
3: It was that the one that was like, when you asked about the cat she like laughed so uncomfortably I felt like she knew something.
0: A lot of people slated that, like a lot of people were very critical of that, but at the same time like it was just a nervous laugh. I don't know, people read too much into things I think. Oh
3: do other people mention that? I just, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Like, felt, like the it. comments are riddled with it. I kind of feel that Aiko, which is her name, is kind of a psychopath herself because she laughed at that dead cat, but it's like it was a nervous laugh.
2: This is me. Uh, I'm gonna read the DM I sent her and then what she said in reply. I think it's, so I said, uh, something I didn't anticipate at all was that people would be latching on to how you reacted when we asked you to speculate about the cat. Because, yeah, keep in mind, we were asking her to speculate. This is, the cat disappeared after she, after she left. I said, uh, I took it as you were just taken aback at the absurdity of the question and not wanting to say the wrong thing but so many people are commenting about that laugh. Anyway, I don't blame you for chuckling, you just didn't know the answer. Plus Clown laughed as he asked the question. So he kind of prompted her into that direction. So uh, sorry if that sends any misplaced accusations your way. And she said, uh, yeah, some people are hitting me up about that, I think I laughed because I was confused about why that was even a question. I didn't know that the cat had passed away. Uh, considering he fakes a lot of people's deaths, if Oh wait, ever... so-
1: so Oliver actually asked those- So when you can hear Oliver's voice, like, in the recording, that's him actually asking it live? Yeah. Yeah, it was an interview. I'm not surpri- I'm not surprised she laughed, he sounds like a fucking Disney villain.
3: He had think we're hitting his cat, it was weird. Like, that's how I knew he, the guy was bipolar, cause at one moment, he'd be like, Oh my god, I love my cat, I love him so much, and all of a sudden he's just like, He screams at it, he hits it, like, <laughs> what the hell's happened? I'm Jay. station
1: used to have a cat now that is true
0: that cat is still missing today we don't know what happened to that cat do you think there's a there's a chance there's a possibility that he may have killed that cat <laughs> um.
2: so uh, you mentioned earlier about that he'd done it he did an interview uh one or two days after our video came out and that interview was I mean it's full of gold for us because essentially he confirmed most of the major points we were making. He confirmed that he knew, uh, he knew the age of his audience, that he included Muppets and Puppets in order to cater to them further, that he didn't regret anything that he'd, that he'd done, he wouldn't change a thing, uh, that he's primarily motivated by money, and that he would believed at the time that he'd sold his soul to the devil. Remarkable. It was like every every limb that we went out on just sort of gracefully let us down, and we were confirmed as being correct.
1: I, I love the fact how we didn't try to hide any of it either, like literal joker-tier arc of like, you wouldn't get it, smoking the cigarette.
2: The selling the soul to the devil bit, we believed the people who told us this because they they weren't like laughing when they said it. They said it earnestly. Ico, you saw, was very uncomfortable when we brought it up. I mean, I think her reaction was very genuine. She's like, you know, oh shit, they know something that I didn't want to say. We believed that they believed it. But what we didn't know, what we couldn't predict was how Jay would respond to that. Like whether he would deny it and say like, oh, come on, that's ridiculous, you know. And he kind of did that at first, the first time. And then when pressed... You know, so did you really do this before YouTube? And he goes, oh, yeah, I did a ritual. Did you ever no, sell your soul in exchange for YouTube views? I mean, did you ever have the actual seance off camera begging some kind of, um, I don't know, a manifestation? That's not the right word. Some some sort of higher power to give you YouTube views, uh, like unironically. I, I did. um I did do a ritual before I did YouTube. I got him!
1: <laughs> w- wouldn't that mean that whenever his channel was, like, flopping, he'd have to to do another sacrifice to, like, keep it going, to revive it? I mean, I think when you sell to the,
0: you're sold your soul to the devil the first time, I don't think you could sell it again.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's usually there's I a mean, catch. You can make sacrifices,
1: though. Surely, like, come on.
2: There's usually a catch, and I think that's pretty famous in most literature with uh, selling your soul to the devil. And the catch for J is something he acknowledged even in, in his interview. He said that he got what he wanted. So the the clause in his contract said that he wanted to have a certain amount of money, certain amount of subscribers by his thirtieth birthday, and he got those things, but he lost them all on his thirtieth birthday. So he found that, you know, I mean, that's the catch. There it is. You got it, but then you lost it by the date that you'd specify you needed it by. Along with his hair. If you have sold your soul or committed some kind of relationship, do you fear going to hell? Oh, yeah, big time. I'll tell hey. you some I'll tell you a crazy thing.
1: Sure. When I wrote that contract back in the day, Yeah. I said I want the money and the subscribers um, by my 30th birthday. And then it was on my 30th birthday where I got to monetize um, YouTube to monetize J Station
2: hear that
0: it's amazing great (laughs) (laughs) thank you for the clip so the biggest takeaway for me from that interview was that he's not sorry for anything he's done despite apologizing for it in the past so it proved his fake little apology videos pretty unauthentic videos that you know not just his fan base bought into but like half of fucking YouTube, like other so YouTubers. So I remember
1: you doing that kind of uh, that build up in the beginning of how much, like how many hours you had to watch of content. I think it was how many days nonstop. Was it like twenty days, like fifteen days, or something? something yeah,
2: eighteen like days if you watched it in a row without. Eighteen days. That's asleep. right. So
1: like, how, how did you even do that? Like, surely you've got you hire people to watch it for you, right? Or did you literally just sit there, you poor fucker, just yeah. Well, we every split it. We
0: split it between three people. So, I probably covered like 70% of it, that's my estimate, but, and then but the even, other two the rest.
1: even three people, that's just- It's still a fuck mode.
2: It really was, it was maddening.
1: So, was it literally, was it wake up, 6am, piss, shit, shave, and then just like watch him, like constantly, this yeah, bald man 12 just, hour, Yeah, 12 hour,
2: 18 hour days of just grinding that content, oh making timestamps, sorting the, uh, sorting the timestamps into- Patterns of behavior.
1: There was a bit you add in uh, the opening of your video where he sniffed a furry's ass. Like, what was the What was even the context of that? Is it okay to jack off to? You guys? I mean, the context uh, is this is it, the kind of content. N- n- you can no expect opinion. said in my brain, but no opinion.
0: We were going to stick. Like, actually, it was discussed at one point. We were going to put like pyrocynicals, like a little tag. Yeah. On the furry, oh no, so.
1: we we been new. We know. I saw that and I was like, I imagine there's going to be pyro red. I was fucking amazed that there we wasn't. Did, we didn't do it in the end, but
0: it was certainly considered. <laughs> we showed that clip because it's really this is a prime. example Example of the content that you could expect from JayStation like one of the main defenses for him has always been like this is satire This is parody. Okay. He's sniffing a furry's ass for parody. Okay. That's something But like if you wanted a definitive argument as to why his content was never satire or parody I mean, just look the thing is, is well, the, the content I mean, he, he made was complete. Sold his the content the he devil.
1: made was complete fucking AIDS car, right? I get that and I feel like to an extent, most people could kind of just allow that and pass it on as any other cat. Like a uh, who's that? Who's that? Uh, Asian kid that you know? Like when uh Etika died, he did a three m. I mean, fucking didn't Jay do that as well? Jay Station, when Etika died, he did, he did a 3 a.m. Well, he kind of clickbaited it in a way
0: like he did title the video and thumbnail very it sure in a way he that did a three, yeah, in, a, in yeah. a way would appear that he was going to try yeah, to no, contact yeah, Etika at 3 a.m. with a Ouija board. But, but, but unfortunately, unfortunately and then the like, entire you know, video kind of cancer, itself was just like, I'm not going to do that, guys. And then it was all about him being in a home invasion, which, by the yeah, way, he, like the, these, that home invasion, which some people are going to remember quite well, Critical made a whole video on it was one of the only things that we believe JStation was telling the truth about. And Critical said in his video that if JayStation is telling the truth, I will publicly apologize. I mean, Critical was actually wrong there. Technically, he owes JayStation a public apology for that, though I don't suggest he gives a... Yeah. He's, not, he's not obligated to do that, I don't think. No one owes JayStation an
1: apology. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, I mean, you've proven JStation right, but it's like... He's got no fucking credibility left anyway. I mean, my, my point was though, like, you've got so many of these channels that make these garbage clickpay ass content, you know, like, uh, that Michael McCrudden guy, right, he changed pretty recently, but I remember ages ago, whenever someone, like, croaked, he'd be first to make a video yeah, like, Oh, before surely, they were like, gone. Two hours later. Yeah. He's yeah, done, you have all these parasites that come out of nowhere, but it's more the fact that behind the scenes this guy is like hes it, just almost fucking evil, right? Like how we trust the dark people, fuck with people. I mean, I would
0: not say almost, I would say like genuinely some of the things he's done are genuinely evil and like you're gonna see the full extent of it in part two like it gets well, yeah worse. like the
3: keemstar kid stuff which i thought you guys almost didn't spend enough time on you know how you had all the messages show up on screen but it was
0: yeah because cool. that was one which we could not definitively 100 percent prove uh, yeah he was true. he was doing directly to keemstar now the person who's doing it is calling himself jstations thug in inverted commas now, that may be a direct result of Jay Station putting Keemstar's address out there and it's one of Jay Station's fans. It may be Jay Station himself. We're not going to be able to prove that. In, in fact, like, if we knew it was JStation and we had the definitive proof to prove it, then he would already be in jail. So that's really the answer to that.
2: Not only is what Jay Station doing evil, I think that he believes he's evil, and that's part of why we included the selling the soul uh, to the do, devil. Do you
1: mean in a sense of like Voldemort, like kind of ego from it, or...?
2: If he thinks that he's signed a contract where the good things that have happened in his life are due to uh, an exchange he's made with the devil, then, like, what does that do to your mindset? You now think of yourself as essentially a... Well, the contract also said that he's a loyal follow follower and worshipper of Satan, so... You know, if you think that you are the property of a demon, how do you behave when the choice comes up? Like, oh, should I, should I do something that's in my own self-interest, or should I do something that is, um, you know, uh, looks out for the well-being of other people? You're going to consistently choose the selfish, self-serving thing, and no matter what it does to other people.
0: I think that's a really interesting point. We never discussed that before. But I guess, in a way, yeah, I suppose that would be true. If you know the devil is evil, or you think of the devil as evil. You sell your soul to the devil. I
1: still, uh, uh, honestly, like I'm not. I'm not saying it's not the truth, but like I, bro, I cannot wrap my head around the fact that he said that he he sold his soul to the devil. Like he did it. I mean, it's just, if you're not religious, it, it, it's, a load, it's actually like a you know, like, Sam a, it's like a I mean, bit, man. Like I, I cannot. Uh, I'm trying to wrap my head around it so bad, but like,
3: I mean, if you believe in a higher power, you can believe in a higher evil. If you're yeah. religious,
1: it's probably a big deal to you. I don't think anyone in this call is
0: particularly religious, so...
3: The thing is, is why would a devil want his soul? Don't they normally want kind of like a pure soul? Like, they're getting like the bottom of the barrel if they get <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind
1: or... of. The devil got a shit deal, I, mean, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, I kind of feel sorry for the devil, man. Like, imagine your mascot being J-Station. Poor fucker. If the devil kills himself, does he go to heaven?
2: No, that, see, that's part of why uh, in the lore, the devil is, is uh, bound to this earthly realm. Like, he's cast out of heaven. Peter Cynical, if
0: Hi. you go to hell, what's your punishment?
2: Skinny people. <laughs> Skinny
3: people,
1: <laughs> everybody. He actually beat me to it, you fucking piece of shit. I mean, yeah, what what the uh yeah, what the duck said. When
3: you're doing these rituals and these 3M summons all the time, right? All the time. And yeah, maybe you're thinking, okay, it's not real. We're just doing this, we're faking
2: it, it's all fake. <laughs> It, it probably does have uh, an effect on on someone.
1: I got to ask though, honestly, why, why three am historically synonymous
0: with like a lot of Shakespearean plays, or rather, around that time it was considered the witching hour or the
1: devil's hour. I don't,
3: I don't think they knew that. Let's be real. I don't think they were studying uh, Shakespeare. So you're <laughs> saying that
1: Jay station is a thespian? Well, no, my he point is that it stems like from Shakespeare. There,
0: from that time frame is what I'm trying to say, like 15th, 16th century. It was known as the witching hour.
1: I like how you, you can tell it's gonna be a good JayStation video when he breathes in between every single word, like 3 a.m.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's a good indication, really. I mean, that's not gonna- No, it is. <laughs> he, he,
1: ma- he makes good videos. You guys are just hating.
0: Okay, which was your favorite video of
1: his? The one where he, uh, t- smelled a fairy's asshole, that All one. Right. what was it called? <laughs> 3 a.m. Just 3 a.m. on its own. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sniffing furry at We bought a, a furry off the dark web, and he was crazy. That was the title yeah, of that, yeah.
1: it. It just literally be something, something, something dark web 3 a.m. and that's like 80 percent of all his. I mean, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Probably 90. Yeah.
2: So there's an interesting intersection between NFTs and furries, and the way that I came across <laughs> it. <laughs> the way, the way that I came across Whoa. this. What a what a great segue. Is, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working on I'm working on a video about NFTs, looking at the good and the bad of it, and there's a lot of good and a lot of bad in the process of that i've made some threads where i start to talk about nfts and i've noticed that there's like a a disproportionate amount of furry avatars that will reply with an anti-nft sentiment so they'll say this is ruining the environment uh or like this is anti-artist or right click save as they'll use like some of the most famous criticisms of it so i started to pull them aside basically and ask them like hey what You know, what is it that you really don't like about this? And as you, as you question them, you know, they'll say the thing that they've heard other people say before, but then eventually what I was, what I was hearing from them is they are hearing from their, like the people who drew their fursona that, the artists are worried that NFTs are gonna make commissions dry up.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's what it was. It'd definitely be coming from the actual artists and then they'd be spewing it over. It, it's definitely, it comes from a place of insecurity a little bit, because mm-hmm. it is like, you know, almost these people are like encroaching on their territory, because you know, like some of them- Oh no, my degenerate art. Unironically, ironically, yes. Yes. And I didn't know- any, I didn't know anything about- I got a com- I got a commission shit, man. I'm not having fucking monkey NFTs soak up all the fucking money.
3: You're gonna have fat fat monkey NFTs. Well done.
2: <laughs> so, like, I- I was completely ignorant about the process of commissioning a fursona, and so- or a sona. And as I started to look into it, I realized that, like, the artists who make the sonas, for the most part, are not furries themselves. It's kind of like a, um, there'll be artists in college who are, like, putting themselves through school with a little money on the side. And you can find videos where, like, the title is, like, how I make money with art, you know, and put myself through school. Yeah, there's, there's
1: like, a popular artist meme that I see everywhere where it's, like, they can, the the meme's, like, they can never get a commission, they can never get anything, but as soon as they say that they're going to start drawing porn, they just get fucking flooded with people. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like, my my girlfriend draws that stuff, like, the NSFW stuff, and, like, you know, some of the requests she gets are just, like, it's just so fucking weird. From you to say the least. I mean, Christ.
2: <laughs> hi, hi. What I wanted to ask you about is the more that I looked into this, the more I realized that furries are basically making NFTs already. When you buy a Sona, they're made often in what the artists will call batches, like the litter of the Sonas that are- That's right, right? yeah.
1: I, I genuinely feel that the whole batch thing, because it's like a pre-made character, right? Mm-hmm. I feel that they made the batches because- Someone would message an artist and be like, Hey, can I make a character? And then they would just be so god-awful at giving instructions that just nothing would get done. Like, the artist would probably want to blow their brains out, and then the person getting the art would be like, This isn't how I envisioned it, because all they can visually draw is like a stick man with feathers. No,
3: no, I want the fat farting fox (laughs) farting. (laughs) On the monkey, not the monkey. Okay, well that's that makes sense
2: for the reason why they do it in batches. Um, but one of the one of the things that I thought was interesting about this is they conduct auctions when they have these batches. So they're buying them that they go to the highest bidder. And there have been auctions of sonas that reach as high as twenty thousand dollars.
1: Oh, I've I've seen that. <clears throat> I've seen that before, yeah. So
2: they're already auctioning off the art. And that's how that's how NFTs are being sold for the most part. The other thing that's interesting is that Sona theft is an issue, right? Like that people will take a Sona that was uh, commissioned or, or rightfully belongs to someone else. And it's a one of one. It's a unique Sona and they'll just steal it. So, yeah, like, you,
1: and there's no way to actually. I mean, I guess you could prove it's yours, but it's so much more difficult than like because I'm a, with NFTs and that they have like a tag or some unique URL, right, that makes it theirs. I think.
2: Yeah, it's like yeah, that's yeah. the entire so, so point with a character, of this. Is to prove that you own this thing, that well, it was, with a character that, it came from that you the buy.
0: To you. Imagine wanting to steal a persona of all things.
1: Oh, it happens a lot more than you think. You know, it really
0: does. No, like I'm people not surprised. I know They're the degeneracy. Fascinating. I've spoken to you enough times to begin to understand like just how <laughs> degenerate <laughs> the people illness. are.
2: Well, how ironic then that that these uh, that the furry community is anti NFT when NFTs solve one of their main problems.
0: They got an ulterior motive. It's, I, I think it's an because they can't.
2: They,
1: they still haven't found a way to transform it into NFTs or something profitable yet, and they probably don't want to. I
2: want to work. <laughs> They're already doing it. It's already a uh, it's already a commercial practice.
1: But the
0: thing is, there's already a lot of money in this degenerate art stuff. Parasynical is paying like 50 percent of his paycheck just on degenerate art.
1: Okay, that's definitely a bit of a hyperbolic statement. It's at least 45%. Come on, and man. And the other half on Come PS5 on. shirts. I mean, yeah, you, you gotta keep in mind- who, who said that they've got a fuck ton of money? Was it you, Oliver? No? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's unironically because, like, most of them are 30-year-olds that just work in IT. So they get paid, like, pretty well, and they just- don't spend their money on anything else apart from, like, basic essentials. This
2: could come across misogynistic, maybe. Pyro, how would you describe the typical demographic of a furry artist who creates sonas and sells them? How would you describe them? Like, what age, what what gender, you know, what...
1: Uh, Oh, I-I don't like- like, gender could literally be anything, but, like, age range it is usually, like, the ones that do it professionally, they're in their, like, mid to late 20s. Yeah, sometimes they're, like, early 30s. Is
2: it an even distribution between male and female? I feel that women get into art more. more, Way more My impression from from just what little I've looked at it, and this is part of what I wanted to ask you about, is my impression is that there are more female artists doing uh, sonas than males.
1: Probably, yeah. Like you said, I can't prove that at all, obviously. But yeah, that sounds pretty plausible, to be fair.
0: Well, yeah, because women are just better at fewer things. (laughs) Man, (laughs) this
1: guy just actual misogynist.
2: Obviously, there's this impression of people who own crypto that they're crypto bros. And that comes from you know the i don't know whether no, it's i don't know whether it's ever been I, I
1: i own crypto i would blow my brains out if i ever got called a crypto
2: bro you haven't been called a crypto bro if you talk about it at thank all fuck you might be a thank fuck i haven't man
1: thank god i would I would happily donate all my ethereum so
2: there's a there's an impression right or wrong and i think that it's you know from what i've seen it's uh, crypto is mostly dominated by males. It's like maybe 90% of the people who talk about crypto are male, for whatever reason that is. So what I'm wondering is like, is it, is it possible that the uh, furry community is like lacking education and understanding on how to basically adapt these NFTs that they're already making, these one-of-one Sonas that they're selling at auction, where theft is a problem and provenance is a problem. They haven't adapted these as NFTs because they don't understand the technology. These, are, these artists uh, don't I, own crypto. It could partly
1: be that. It's also like, you know, as people, no one likes change, right? We kind of like comfortability and that. So like, obviously if they're getting banked just by doing the commissions, then why would they need to change? that right like i assume some of them you
2: know like when a new platform comes out if you'll start to feel the fomo if like you know people who you care about Uh, influential people or the majority of people all start to move towards something. And I think like if the majority of the artists don't understand crypto, don't own any, already have been procrastinating about even understanding what a Bitcoin is, then when they hear, oh, hey, you should be adapting your art to this new tech, like there are three steps removed from wanting to do that. So like we've like there needs to be a tipping point in the other direction where finally enough of those artists who do Sonas go, I totally get this. This is an NFT. And then, you know, they can steer their own audience and their own crowd into not throwing shade on every single, like, the furry community is basically waging war on yeah, crypto. Yeah, I
1: mean, I, I get that, but uh, again, like I said, it is kind of just that comfortability, like, they don't really need to change like, I know for a fact, if I reached out to, like, any furry artist now and said, what do you think about NFTs? Would you ever, like, start doing them? And they'd be like, no, fuck the people that do NFTs. They're fucking annoying.
2: One reason why somebody who would pay a lot for a Sona might prefer to have the token that proves that they own it dropped to them by the artist would be if somebody steals their Sona, and they're, like, well like they, they
1: definitely pay more. I mean, what what a lot of artists tend to do is, as well, they, they'll do, like, this your character here shit. So they'll, they'll have, like, usually porn or something, right? Like, a character doing something. But then you can't outright buy it. You need to bid for it. And then bidding kind of brings in that anxiety of, like, oh, God, if I don't bid and I don't get this, then, like, you know, I'm no one else, you know, someone else is going to get it, and then it's not mine. You know, it's one-of-a-kind thing. So, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it is really crazy, the overlap between like you know some furry art and like nfts yeah, and yeah, if I mean, you got we're, out we're like if you genius. wanted to
2: get out of the community or like uh change your sona like you know i'm not a i'm not a fox anymore i'm a skunk then you could sell you could sell <laughs> My your sona God, right? what a fucking transition
1: i mean yeah you could literally do that i guess you just get a new character i like how you talk about <laughs> getting out dude like you, you're on about getting out of the mob or something like once you're in you can never. no leave. no you
0: should change your persona to a fucking skunk
1: that would make the most sense. He's gone through a lot of character development. It's Foxy the Pirate, but would, now he has white yeah, hair. It, so. it would make a lot.
0: Sometimes he's out. fat, sometimes he's not, sometimes he's farting, sometimes he isn't. He's just like, it's just a whole other fucking entity. No, but if you change it to a skunk, you'd be all right. It would work with the white hair, I think. It'd be nice, a nice aesthetic, you know? It was like Pepe Le Pew, who was banned recently for being a rapist. Oh, see, it's perfect. It's fucking perfect, Niall. All right,
3: let's wrap it up
0: there. Pepe it's like the correlation is just perfect there. The allegations, the farting, the stink, the furriness. Oh my God, why didn't I think of
1: this Someone before? put him, him in a, a home, genius. man. Put this guy in a home. He's you know speaking too sense. much. You He's off his fucking dementia I'm meds. Another again. episode of I put my hearing aid on the wrong frequency.